I used this training, I mean, this training camp was so long. I used my all six months for this, you know? I start in January, I start in the year, I start to work in the game plan, making drills, making again the game plan to be better, man, to be better today. And watch me now! I'm happy! Viva Mexico, man! Viva Mexico! Viva yes, Mexico! And here we let's go again! Let's get it! What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee on Belly podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, John, Brandino, and we've got a lot to talk about today. We'll be re... Uh, Jeez, easy for me to say. It's early. <laughs> it is early. We'll be <laughs> yeah, we'll be hitting. I don't know. Uh, we'll be going back through last night's UFC 263. We got some PFL results to go through. Bellator, and we'll get you ready for this Saturday's fight night: the Korean Zombie versus 50K Dan Ige, and so much more in the news. But first, yeah, boys, yeah, what is up on this early Sunday morning? Morning. Morning. Very, very excited from last night's events. Um, felt like the card was definitely an all-day event, like we said, but... Yes. You know? Yes. That's what you do fights. it for. That's what we do it for, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we wake up for, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what we go. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. Yeah. Um, it's a good card. Uh, so, what's up? How was everybody's week? Well, did a... I don't want to say impromptu soccer game, but a, yeah. a, little, a little pickup game on Saturday, which I haven't really touched a soccer ball in, a, in any competitive sense in about yeah. eight or nine years. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things you can't really just do and expect no consequences. Well, you, you quit. Do what? You quit. Let's be honest. What do you mean? You quit. Like during, like when we played? Yeah, you quit on your team. 100%. <laughs> okay. 100%, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was too hard. Like, I'm just not in that condition anymore. I did score a goal. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember. It was uh, when we were doing the mini net game. I think oh. my, I scored the only goal for my team. Oh, yeah. Because pretty sure we mopped. Yeah, you guys had like three and I had one. Yeah. But I scored my goal and then it was like, oh, let's take a break. And yeah. I think it was just kind of over. Well, we're that. all like yeah. 30 <laughs> yeah. and like haven't played in a long time. So it just kind of kind of hits you. It was a terrible goal, by the way. Yeah, I think I, I was on you. On yeah, yeah, I was, I was on defending. you. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of held you up and then just. Yeah, when I came in, he was like really gloating about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? He yeah. was like, dude, not only did I take Brandon down. Basically, oh, yeah. With yeah. ease. Basically dunked on him. He was like, dude, I just <clears throat> hit him with a little nutmeg. Are you more excited about the takedown or the goal? Oh, the takedown 100%. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, took I mean, you did used to wrestle. So. I took I took Brandon down fair. right on the soccer field. Yeah. Yeah. Single leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. But yeah. You you got to take down on a guy with with one leg. I felt really half. bad about it. Yeah, not even because the one leg thing. I just felt like I wasn't even really trying to take. Didn't you me. like step on my cleat too? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that kind of hurt. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. does. I think you came out of your shoe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you stepped away. Yeah, because because it's, it's already too big. Yeah. And then now everybody else on the field has to watch you try to put your cleat back on and yeah. get up and walk. Yeah. get grass off you, and he's over there just like. Ugh. My legs are tired today. Really? Yeah, my knee's still kind of sore. We did a lot of running. Yeah. More was, than I'm used to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, John, what's the most athletic thing you've done this weekend? Ooh. Um, I almost fell at work and I kind of caught myself. All arms. <laughs> yeah, all arms. Listen. And <laughs> there everything is slippery and cement and steel. So when you start falling, you immediately start thinking like, I love you, mom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so outside of jujitsu, 
how much athleticism do you exert in a week? If you took jujitsu off the table, how much mm. athleticism? I guess it just depends. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to pull trash and recycling <laughs> back. That's heavy. Depending on the week. And my yard's like got a lot of dips in it. So you're like, boom, that's coming up. Oh, don't fall. <laughs> Correction made. Uh, so yeah, it just it. depends. Or like we got like really aggressive squirrels. Yeah. So sometimes you got to hit that high step in the house. Cause <laughs> high knees. <laughs> yeah. Cause they start crawling up you. You just yeah. got to be like, hey, I'm one of them now. Yeah, you took a you took a pretty hard spill Monday at jujitsu. Uh, we yeah. did some wrestling Shark Tank. How is the knee? Or it's, no, it wasn't the knee. It's it was the, the ankle. ankle. Yeah. It's it's actually good. I uh, I didn't didn't play with it too much and iced it up all that. But I definitely thought that I was going to be in here with the sweet cast. Yeah, I was going to get like a KOB on it. But <laughs> we were all going to sign it. Yeah, no, because <laughs> at this point. Falling in your thirties feels like every single one of them could probably be the one. Yeah, that's for sure. We talked about that at the game actually, because you're like, man, when you hit thirty, I'm like, dude, I'm 26, yeah. and I already feel it. <clears throat> yeah, so I can only imagine. Yeah, my brother got hurt in like the first probably 10 minutes of us playing yesterday, mm-hmm. and but he just like so he showed up and he just got out of his truck and he just started playing. I'm like, man, is he wearing Wranglers? No, no. But I was like, once you like once you turn thirty, man, it's like you gotta, ev- stretch. You gotta stretch, man. It's it's just maybe take a baby aspirin. Yeah, you we're not. It's so weird because I was telling him, I was like, I literally feel like the day I turned thirty, it just everything mm-hmm. changed in that aspect of like I really have to stretch now. Here's my question: Would you rather roll with Kyle for thirty minutes straight mm-hmm. or play a whole soccer game like legit? Oh, play Kyle. a soccer game. No, because you can take. Here's the thing: when you're playing soccer, you can take breaks. Like you can find ways to take breaks here and there. Get that in jujitsu. Not really. Not with Kyle, <sighs> dude. When he's on, no. Because here's the thing: if it's you're bad. on top, if you're on top, you're working. You're like fighting for everything, or you're gonna get swept. And as soon as he's on top of you, his top game has gotten so good. As soon as he's on top of you, he's putting his hand over oh, your mouth. Dude, yeah, I roll just feel so heavy, mornings, dude. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I guess it's, it's you can apply the same principles in a role that you get in a game. I just feel like there's levels to that, though. Like somebody like him, I just I can't find that space to rest. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for me, it's more about I'm way less conditioned for soccer than I am jujitsu. Yeah, so I'd rather, mm-hmm. I'd rather do that. I'm definitely taking the the soccer because I'm okay. I don't play soccer. So if I would just suck and I'm just out there just standing, <laughs> so what? You know, no, stupid soccer. I don't play this. I would love to just see you out there one time. I really was going to hope you showed up. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah, right. My just one time. Yeah, you guys were like, hey, let's go out in 100 degrees and play a sport that we don't play. It sounds horrible. <laughs> and that's how injuries happen. Well, stretch. Well, as, pr- as promised... Um, I did promise last week on this show that I would mm. try Brandon's Chinese food. Mm. China Queen. Here we go. I haven't China heard. Queen. Oh, and God. China King. So I'm going to break it down into four categories. Oh, boy. We're going to go the egg roll. We already know that. And now that's going to go. We know we're going to go the chicken. I got General So's chicken. Okay. The rice mm-hmm. and the dumplings. You got the pot stickers? Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the egg roll because I predicted on this podcast last week. If you go listen, I was what I say. I guarantee they're going to be those little flimsy, little dainty, little dainty. You can get them in the frozen food, and that's exactly what it was, folks. Hundred yeah. um, percent, extremely underwhelming. I didn't even eat them. The size of your thumb, maybe. You didn't even yes, try it. Literally, I, yeah. I took I took like two bites oh, okay, of it, okay. and it was just not okay. good. Okay. Yeah. okay, it was just not good. Okay, um, so I didn't even eat the other one. It came with two. Okay. Um, so then let's move on to, I, I intentionally broke down the chicken and the rice mm-hmm. because 
I wanted those to be separate rather than just the meal because the rice was so bad that I don't understand how pork fried rice can have like no taste. It was bad. Wow. Bad, dude. Okay. It was cooked well. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was a plus because you know, like you never want dry rice. Yeah. That's never good. It was cooked well. Or overcooked. Yeah. Or overcooked. Yeah. It was cooked well, but just no flavoring. Like none. I'm like, what, what am I eating? Where's the the Mm. pork? Now let's go into the chicken. First mm. off, that was not chicken. There's, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Maybe bat, dude. Oh, it, no, no, not that. But it was like you took. It was so dry. Like I took it time, and it was like getting stuck in the back of my teeth, like sharp pointing out. Like that's how like dry the chicken was. Mm. It was General So's. I gave Ash a bite. She didn't even know what it was. She thought it was like she was like, is it like orange chicken? I'm like, no, it's General So's. And she's like, that's not General So's. Where's that spice at, baby? Nothing. Mm. No, the sauce was, once again, the sauce was there, no flavoring, Mm. none, just nothing. I was like, what is this sauce here to do? Mm -hmm. It wasn't sweet. It wasn't spicy. It was just kind of there. The last thing, the pot stickers. I'm going to give you the pot stickers. They were pretty damn good. The pot stickers were definitely better than pandas. I'm going to give you that. <laughs> okay. So at least, at least you can come out with something positive. I so, would go so back just for pot stickers, but nothing else. No, you I wouldn't. will never eat Chinese food there again. Mm, okay. No, and I, I was, it was very, I, I mean, here's the thing because I don't want to, first off, I don't want to diss a business. I definitely don't want to diss a local business. Sure. And I think I could see them catering because like they're on a, a side of town where there's especially China. There's not like a lot of food up there. That's kind of a weird area. It's about um, like a Lincoln. Yeah, because there's a lot of fast food and stuff. But like, you know, you've got some stuff up there, but not much. So I would say, you know, if you're in the area, that's, where, that's right where I live. <laughs> and you need Chinese right food. Right down the road. Um, but it's just you're like, yeah, it's like your run of the mill. I'm shocked. I'm more shocked that you said you were so against the buffet when I don't see a big difference there between the two. I do. Yeah, I just don't. It I was do. it was very poor. That's fair. It's fair. Yeah. But the pot stickers, I'll give you the pot. <laughs> okay. I would go back. Well, we can take something. I would go back. <laughs> I, I, I won't even say I would. I even thought the, because I love the like sauce that they give you for pot stickers too. Mm-hmm. They're like the black dipping sauce stuff. I don't know. It's like a soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Their sauce was even better. Really? Pandas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love Maybe those. they need to change their name to King Dumpling. Yeah. There you go. Dumpling, Dumpling King. Dumpling. 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 The, only thing, the only thing that would make it better for me is if you can't get the pot stickers as like a meal. Like, I need them to make it as, like, a meal. Yeah. You get pop sti- pot stickers and, like, I don't know, some rice or, or whatever. Something like wings, three for five, five for seven. And it's a lot cheaper than Panda. I'll give them it's that, a, too. It's a good, pretty good quality food, too. Yeah. yeah, I'll give them that. I'll give them it's for, for the price, you get a lot. Yeah. So, okay. so there it is. That's my that's my China China King. I'm not too mad king. at that. Okay. I was more, I was honestly a little bit more focused on the pot stickers because I do love their pot stickers. And I Very think, good. And, and I think you can kind of get lost with Chinese kind they, of sometimes. They were different. Um, you know, pandas can get kind of, uh, like, first off, they were, there was a lot of meat in them. Like, it was like shell to meat ratio was good. Panda mm-hmm. gets a little bit too much um, dumpling, not enough meat sometimes, yeah. and they can get a little gooey. They were a little, did you get little the, wet. were they cut, not the crispy, like fried? Did you get the fried ones or the steamed Fried. Ones? Yeah, yeah, fried. Yeah, yeah. Those are better. Oh, yeah, we go fried, baby. Yeah. Well, boys, we've got to jump into this episode. So, but before we do, per usual, please rate, subscribe, uh-huh, uh-huh. write us a review. Please. Five stars. Please. We need it. We need it now. Just listen and tell your friends. Tell your auntie, like, yes. ayo. 
Yeah, spread the word. Five stars to the boys. Spread the love. We got some mat talks coming up. Ooh. Um, we've got three. Ready. Yeah, we got three on the books. So be ready in the next couple of weeks. Um, and if you haven't listened to the Sean Fallon, yes. what are you doing? We got Sean Fallon, Nick Fox, Jacob Herlock. You can go back and listen to all of those. But let's jump into it, boys. Last night Ooh-wee. in Glendale, Arizona, UFC 263 did not disappoint. No. In our main event, Israel Adesanya defeating defend boys, whew, <laughs> defending his middleweight title against Marvin Vittoria Vittori via unanimous decision, fifty forty five across all three judges scorecards. Boys, what are your thoughts on this very dominant victory? I'll let John start. That's I fair. I ain't surprised. <laughs> y'all, y'all must have forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I kind of felt like. Victoria hadn't, I mean, the Hermanson fight win was impressive. Outside of that, it was kind of just, if you looked at the quality of opponent, it just wasn't the same over the past, you know, five some odd fights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I knew that obviously Adesanya wanted to regain, you know, his, his confidence, get the win. And, and we talked about like what's going to happen against somebody like, you know, Victoria was trying to play, get him mad and play with the emotions, things like what happens with that. And mm-hmm. I think we've seen that. It doesn't end very well for you. By the end of the fight, Vittoria looked lost and ready to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he couldn't – taking him down wasn't an option. Staying in range wasn't an option. Well, taking him down definitely was an option. He just didn't he execute didn't know how it. He did do it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, he's not that good of a wrestler. No, I, yeah, I don't think he is. I, I think – because going back to what you said, the quality of opponents weren't the greatest. I mean, his last two, if I remember right, were Manson and uh, Holland. Yeah. And, you know, those aren't guys that are... And you could take down Holland right now. Oh, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so... I just thought he had the... He, st- he stayed in distance. I think the leg kick is the key. Once you start landing those, it takes away most of your striking. You know, your takedowns aren't as explosive. And um, I think there's a big difference between Adesanya's takedown defense against the cage and out. And if you can't get him while he's out away from the cage, then it's going to be really hard because he just does a really good job of standing you back up and even being by the cage, he scrambles up pretty well. Yeah, he landed 41 out of 43 leg kicks on Vittori. So that was definitely the difference maker. Um, yeah, you know, I think, um, I mean, Vittori did get him down four times. Uh, so he did have four takedowns. I don't think, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Izzy has... It's, it's crazy because even with you, you said he's not that good of a wrestler. I don't know that he's a high-level wrestler. I would give you that. But he's really good at wrestling and mixed martial arts. And mm-hmm. he, we've seen it throughout a lot of us. I mean, look at the Holland fight. Yeah. I mean, um, and I think a lot of it almost had to do with Izzy has this crazy way, man, of speeding guys up while slowing them down. Mm-hmm. He So he's throwing so much at you. That I mean, and, and like literally freezes them. Like we were talking about, like he just he gets guys to freeze, but they're like so twitchy and like everything. They're reacting you're to everything. So yeah, much. you're you pro- exactly that. Your mind's going so fast that you're actually slowing down, and he just like right there in your face. And this is like, and it happened in the. I think the first time I really noticed to me was the cost of fight for Izzy when I was like, he's taking that next big step, mm-hmm. um, as far as like that, where it's like. 
these guys are just stopping in front of him. Jan mm-hmm. kind of had, you know, you could argue that, but Jan had also a big size advantage. I mean, we're not going to act mm-hmm. like that wasn't a thing um, that I think he wasn't as worried about as much as these Especially guys Especially later, I think, once he figured out that right. uh, Adesanya's power isn't really yeah, but a big man, thing at just, 205. But. Yeah, but from the opening bell of that fight like Vittori never looked comfortable I mean he was he looked surprised he looked yeah, a little still, angry yeah it, well he just I don't think the anger played into it for, on either side I think no. by the time the fight came in I think both guys were ready to go pretty calm mm-hmm. um, I, neither of them looked emotional but I think during the fight I think Vittori was starting to get visibly frustrated. frustrated that's what I was yeah I was mm-hmm. that's what I was yeah I was just about to say that is I don't think any of them were uh, I think it was like the end of the second round maybe so first or second, I don't remember, but Vittori threw this big, like, looping left hand, mm-hmm. and, like, he missed, and it's lucky the bell, like, went off right then, because I think he could have got himself in some trouble, but I think I told you guys then, like, that was just out of pure frustration, mm-hmm. but as soon as you start doing stuff like that, that's exactly what Izzy wants, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just... Vittori's striking was very elementary. He was trying to 1-1-2 one, one, a kickboxing but I just, veteran. Like, I just think that's more Izzy, though, man. Yeah. I just don't think it's that he's... His his striking, I don't think, is that bad. I just think Izzy just does that to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really do. And that's more credit to Izzy mm-hmm. um, than anything. But, I mean, I just... It, I don't even know what else to say about the dude. I mean, he's just so good. Yeah. Vittori took two losses. He got uh, 5-0'd by Izzy, and he kind of got... F- at least four owed by Cordera. He was going in yeah, on him so no, I hard. think it was five oh. Yeah. He, he yeah. went in on him every, every single round. round. And by the last what round, are you he's doing, like, man? This is big fight, last chance, five minutes. Yeah. Double jab, take him, put him on the ground. I would not be shocked to see uh yeah, Vittoria at a new camp. Cause even after the fight, I think there was like a little you kind of saw like Cordero said something like Vittoria was acting like he won and like you yeah, know Cordero said something to him and he just kind of like threw his hands like get like yeah whatever to Cordero and I'm like ooh he, yeah I don't I don't know he kind of went back at him in, in between the first and second round too uh Cordero said something uh or he because I think Cordero said yeah you lost that first round he's like what like are you serious like what are you talking about yeah it's that's like, not enough that's not but that's that, that's a horrible mindset to yeah. have though like, yeah, I no. can almost see a little bit of it with their first meeting. Like, okay, it was a split decision. But, right. You know, cool enough. But, like, with this next one, bro, you weren't, you didn't yeah. have anything. <laughs> like, well, I think that's the tail of the tape, right? It's, uh, you know, in your first match, you were able to take a round. In this one, you weren't able to take one and five. Right. You know, it's the, the growth was different. And I think, uh, and honestly, you know, if you're Hafiel, like, do you even want to coach a guy who's going to be like that? You know, you think you're, you win it. Like, listen to your coaches. You don't know you're in a fight. I think there's the emotions of the fight. And so, like, you know, obviously, I'm sure cooler heads will prevail. They'll both come down and, yeah. and be calm about it. But, you know, in those, in the heat of those moments, like, we've talked about it back when Kevin Holland had that crazy meltdown and, and mm-hmm. with his coach and he was just ignoring him and listening to him and and after the fight watching it back he was like i was wrong man he had to apologize to his coaches and mm-hmm. his team and was like that just can never happen again you know what i mean and i think yeah. so vittori you know this is your chance now to kind of go back watch like I, I said last night he's gonna kill himself when he watches this fight because i'm not saying he would have won could have won mm-hmm. but he definitely had opportunities in there to impose himself in yeah. his game plan and he just didn't you yeah could just, you could just and i think a lot of it goes back to izzy's feints like kind of freezing guys yes. but yeah he did, vittori just never pulled the trigger like there were so many of those he would throw to 
two jabs and he would load up that right hand, I think, or left hand. Yeah. And he, but he's never threw it. Well, and even that. like that power double that Vittorio landed, Izzy threw a knee that, you know, a couple inches to the left probably yeah. puts him out. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. If it would have hit the chin, he missed. But yeah, yeah. if it would have connected, it would have been bad. That's what drove me nuts. I don't remember what round it was, but he it's took the third. His, he he took, got when mad. He took his back. No, yeah. all right, I third, think it's when he took second or third. Yeah. He so he gets him to the ground and then ends up ends up taking his back. Has one of the best moments of the whole fight mm-hmm. for him, yeah. and then still never really goes back to it. Like he shoots a yeah. few takedowns, but they're just lackluster. Well, I think after that. He never tried to open. He probably felt the knee and was like, I don't know if I want to keep chesting this. And then every time they get against the cage, he'd lock up. He'd try to sit there and catch a break, and Izzy would start elbowing yeah. his head. I think it was the leg. I think that leg was so compromised. Yeah. And, and even like when he was, you know, when he had, when he would have Izzy against the cage and he'd have his hands fully locked and he just wasn't finishing, mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of that had to do with the fact that his legs, I just don't think he had the legs to really I just do don't it. know what, how do you watch the Costa fight and think, yeah, I could probably take a couple of those. I mean, he didn't even try to check him, didn't do anything. Yeah. I don't I think guys I think that's the thing moving forward is if you let him leg kick. Oh, you're you, talking about kicks, taking yeah. kick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, he just kept on taking them and just yeah. kind of kept trying to move forward. And I was like, this is not gonna work well for you. I mean, we're seeing it a lot, man. It's like it, it almost is like nobody's checking him now. And it's like, man, if people don't start I mean, you're either gonna have to use them or start checking them. Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll get to the DS fight, but it's the same thing. It's like you can't just keep taking those things yeah. round after round after round. And, and Even when Vittori, for the most part, was trying to I, land leg kicks, Izzy I mean, seen he, it so easy that he's just like... Eh. Yeah, but so, can you, yeah, Izzy had a check that was really nice. I mean, he mm-hmm. fully turned that knee out, and uh, Vittori hit. He like, pointed at him. Yeah, he did it, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I know I know, Vittori just ruined Oof. that leg. Well, I wonder how much of the not checking things for Vittori... I, you know, I, I don't know about Diaz, because I think two totally different fighters, but Vittori just seems like, again, he has this mindset that he just doesn't want to change. Yeah. So I wonder how much of just eating those leg kicks is like nope i'm i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing it's gonna work yeah. it's gonna work it's well he got work. the one takedown off of it but then he started taking then you got to start thinking like oh, i probably only get one of these because mm-hmm. after this i might get fainted yeah. and next thing i know i'm on the ground yeah yeah so really good fight so for izzy now it seems like the fight to make is the whitaker fight mm-hmm. um i know uh dana was asked about it last night and he pretty much said you know, that that probably is the fight to make, and they're going to work on it. But, you know, Izzy said he wants to do it in Auckland. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dana said he was like, the thought that we could go to Auckland. He's like, you know, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. The idea of going there in, like, October sounds really far-fetched mm-hmm. because they're just so shut down. So if, if it's something Izzy wants to do mm-hmm. there, we'll probably won't see him for a while, maybe for the rest of the year. Um, but I feel like Izzy's just such He's a, fought three times in nine months. Yeah. Dude, I know Dana said it, man. He's like, he's just turned out to be a badass champion for us. Yeah. Like, you know, he just, he's always there. He's Before always this ready. fight even started, he said he wants to fight again. He's just, October, he's right? really, really, really <clears throat> turning into just a massive star. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you bring Jay Beebs out, if Jay Beebs steps out to come <laughs> watch you fight. And he was leaning forward, yeah, paying attention. Yeah, he was attention. into it, man. He was into it. He's I mean, probably going to send him a DM afterwards like, hey, man, yeah. I, I felt that energy, man. I'm telling you, bro, he he is literally, and, and one of you guys had said something about the feints. He might be the best guy in the UFC. Well, I would say probably is one, if not the best fainter right now oh, yeah. in the UFC. And he's kind of creeping into that silver range. I'm yeah, a, I mean Anderson Silva is my all-time favorite go favorite fighter of all time, mm-hmm. and I feel like Izzy is really creeping into that that K1 
category of just getting guys to like flinch and react oh, yeah. to different and, things. And you know, like I said, you think of a guy who has a hundred fights. Yeah. Like you've seen everything and when it comes to striking. Yeah. You know, you've played you've you've tested your playbook so many times, like you yeah. know, boom, this gets people to do that. And if they don't, I can do that. like it's it's so tough yeah. because it's it's like funny because like on once on paper, like the improvements that we saw in Whitaker's takedowns, mm-hmm. his wrestling I would almost want to pick Whitaker again for the same reason I just picked <laughs> Vittori. Like his, mm-hmm. his Whitaker striking is way better than Vittori. Oh, hundred yeah. um, percent. So it's like it's all that, and then you know the wrestling. But like, man, it's just it's so tough. It's going to be so so tough at this point to pick against Izzy ever again. Yeah, yeah. because it's just. I mean, he, the jujitsu did not look good again. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, just mm-hmm. still that guard work. He needs to work on that bad man. Yeah. He was under he. We, he wasn't even underhooking on the correct side. He no. was, I mean, it just he's he just he, grabbing the head, hugging. Yeah, he yeah. needs to work on his guard, bottom bottom guard, bottom half guard, um, in an MMA setting. I mean, he yeah. might. I know he's a purple belt under uh, Atos uh, Galvao, uh, and I know gave him his purple belt. But man, I don't know what type of MMA jujitsu they do. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's got he's got to work on that. He did get fortunate a lot. Um, because Vittori was trying to take him down on the cage. If I'm if I'm somebody watching that fight now, I'll never take Izzy down on the cage again. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. with those long legs, I mean, he was able to just sweep every time, too. Yeah. Uh, so he did get fortunate that when Vittori was getting him down, they were pretty much mm-hmm. right there on the cage. But if he can, if he faces somebody that can take him down in the middle of the, the octagon like Jan did, he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be in some trouble. Well, one thing that made it that possible for Jan is he kind of would back he kind of got backed up to the cage and then all Izzy had behind him was open mat. Yeah. But that's so, what I'm saying. So you have to kind of be able to take cuz like Yanka said Yan especially later in the rounds started looking at like obviously this guy's hitting me but it's not hurting me as much so I can afford to let him kind of back me in and then go forward. It's, there's not really very many middleweights that are just going to shoot at him out in the open. Yeah. Because he has so many yeah. tools to hit you with out there. Well, that's what we were talking about, right? There's just not many middleweights. He he is the perfect fighter for that division at the perfect time because there's not very many high-level wrestling middle, middleweights yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. The only one that even stands out, and he's not even really a middleweight, is Hamza. Like, that's the only guy I can think of right now. Yeah. That, that stands out. Yeah. No, you're <clears throat> exactly. And, and even him, he might be too undersized. Yeah. I don't know. I, I need to see you him. Could, yeah, if you can make 170, it'd probably be tough to... Because, yeah. I mean, even with Adesanya coming in a little bit under, just kind of walking around being regular, like it's not really, yeah. a, it's not really a cut for him for right. the most part. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting moving forward. For Vittori, though, I don't know why I would just love to see these two fight each other because they're just probably two of the cringiest guys. I think him and Costa... Paulo, mm. both guys coming off losses to Izzy. I think it makes so much sense. Yeah, and for both of them, you know, um, you lose, well, you win, and you're kind of right back in, you know, the picture. So mm-hmm. if I was them, I would want that fight because um, yeah. they're both big name, and neither of them. I mean, obviously, Vittori's going to need some time, but Costa's got whatever he's got. Yeah, going good luck in Costa. Yeah, that you. whole thing is a mess uh, mm. with Dana and the payment stuff, but. If if they can get that figured out with Costa, I think Vittori Costa makes a ton of sense. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Yeah, and I think uh, Adesanya made a good point in the post fight about you know Vittori and what kind of what he did. He's like, you know, I had people on my team who said that they thought that I could have arguably maybe won three rounds against Jan, mm-hmm. and I could have held on to that and said, oh, I think I beat him. Instead, right. I took it as a loss. I understood that mm-hmm. hey, a better mm-hmm. man got to me, yeah. and I got better. And he said, you know, Marvin just needs to look in the mirror and realize. 
I'm not better than him, but I need to get better. But yeah. when you're holding on to stuff like that, yeah, it just it's doesn't not a good path to go down. I, that's how I, I felt like him holding on to that was just not a good mental yeah, sign. Yeah, it's not a good way to handle that. Moving on, the co-main event and new men's light or flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno, defeating Davidson Figueiredo. Viva Mexico. Via round three, rear naked choke. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. Let's go. What a dominant performance from Brandon Moreno, a guy over a guy who many people thought was one of the most dangerous uh, fighters in the UFC. Still is. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you never, I mean, even when, even when Davidson looked a little kind of weary, you're still like, man, this guy, I mean, he was looking for that choke. This guy's throwing bombs. In three rounds, he just never got going. Moreno just didn't let him. Moreno was first. He was being first. He, every time, um, it's like every time Figueredo would settle to try Mm -hmm. to do, I mean, Moreno was, he's going to have to figure out that weight cut, man. I I think he's got to go up. How much of that do you think was the weight cut versus Moreno's adjustments? I think it's all, I mean, because like, if you look at, the obviously the last Moreno fight they had that was a you know but fight his, of the year contender. But his weight was an issue for that fight. As yeah, well. that's what I'm saying. He's gonna have to because he obviously you look at the trilogy fight is probably the biggest fight you can make at that weight class. For sure, I think that's what they'll try. So like maybe after that, Davison needs to get up. But for this one, he needs to figure something out because yeah. he just didn't have that energy. He didn't have that pop, and um, I don't know. It just it looked like Moreno never felt. Like in danger. No. He just did everything he wanted to do. And and I think that's the biggest thing is I don't want to take away um from figure or Moreno because of Figueredo's weight. I do think it played a part, but it played a part in the last fight too. Mm-hmm. And it was a great fight that Figueredo would have won had he not have lost that point um for the low blow or whatever. Right. So I just give more credit to Moreno moving to the US, uh training uh to be close to the PI. He utilized all those um all six assets that yeah. He utilized all those assets that they have there. Mm-hmm. And man, I think that's something that we should I think we'll see more guys because we are starting to see a lot of guys that are moving to Vegas. We talked about yeah. it. And they're doing these almost like uh, boxer style camps where they're not at a gym. You know, they're just bringing out their coaches, renting houses in Vegas, utilizing the PI. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you get free meals. Mm-hmm. You have all the recovery stuff, massage therapists. I mean, diet. I mean, everything. Right. Gym, beautiful facilities, mm-hmm. state of the art top. You know, so it's like, you know, it's so smart because like, you know, I mean, it's just calling a spade like he's in Tijuana. Like, how limited were his resources in Tijuana, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to now? I mean, right. I, I know that he had, a, he had a good gym in Tijuana, but when you come to the PI, it's just different, yeah. different gravy, man. I mean, and it's mm-hmm. just, he's, I think he's uh, an example of if guys are willing, like, I've heard, like, Sugar Sean O'Malley talk about, he's, he wants to do it. He's trying to convince his coach to, you know, move to Vegas and so they can start utilizing that PI a lot mm-hmm. more. I mean, I think it's... Get a chance to see Francis. Francis has done it. I mean, and they're building. No, Francis more. did it. He, he no, kind of moved to the like, PI. He's moved to Extreme Couture more, but mm-hmm. you know, his initial move was to train at the PI. And they're continuing to build PIs, right? Like yes. they're going to try to put them all yeah. across. Like I think Africa, Asia. Yeah, they're wanting to do them on yeah. like. So then, the more those pop up, the more <sighs> easier access it'll be to people. So, dude, can you imagine if they do one in like Africa and do like you know like kind of like a room and board like where you can stay there too and like mm-hmm. some of those guys oh my gosh bro <laughs> that'd be scary <laughs> but, <take> over. <laughs> yeah but no i think just a 
an amazing performance by Brandon Moreno. Gotta love that story. Can't yeah, I couldn't yeah. be more happy. Yeah, getting cut from the UFC, brought back, was just kind of a forgotten guy in that division. And then in the last like year and a half, yeah. his and, resolve and uh, you know, obviously too, just seeing how like nice and oh, you know, just, yeah, honest he is. Like yeah. you just feel so good for someone like that having a moment like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's. So nice figure, Ado. Couldn't even be mad that he lost. <laughs> he picked him up and celebrated and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. Great awesome. performance, man. Yeah, it's very, very dominant. Um, in the next fight, Leon Edwards defeating Nate Diaz by unanimous decision, 49-46 across all three judges. It was looking like a takeaway or a runaway for from Leon. Four rounds. Four and a half rounds. And yeah. Man, Nate. Diaz with the right hand. I th- I thought it was over. I thought he was gonna finish him. I thought those leg kicks kept him from being able to really oh, cut him off man. and like charge him oh. to keep landing punches. He kind of had to walk, kind of hobble over just because he didn't have that same range could of you, movement. Could you guys imagine though? Could you guys could imagine him? if he would have yeah. finished to get back on the mic? I'm not surprised, mother. Mm. You no, know, it's funny. Is <laughs> like with with Dana oh. when he talked about it, you could tell he was like. Obviously, still kind of big up in Nate because he knows that's still a sell. He, yeah. You know, but you can kind of see on his face, he was like, I almost lost a whole contender over this dude. <laughs> and there's, no, you know, because in his head, it's like, obviously, you have, that's why he said, or I mean, he said Colby's still number one contender. Yeah. And then you have Leon and stuff, but like, he's in his head, you could tell he's like, dang, if, I don't know if this guy even come back and fight. You know, I might have to try to give him a title shot. Yeah. He said he wants to come back in three months. Yeah. Nate did. He said he felt under-motivated for this one, right? Yeah, so he said, um, so like maybe if you didn't know, this fight was supposed to be a month ago in Houston. Right. Mm -hmm. And he cut his eye, and that's why they had to cancel uh, cancel that fight, move it to this card. And so he said he cut that eye open. Well, he couldn't train at first, and then he was like, basically he was just unmotivated. He was like, you know, I was ready to go in Houston. I had just trained my ass off, and like this past month, I was just really under-motivated because I had already put the work in. Mm-hmm. So like to then kind of get back up for another month and another training camp, he just said he just couldn't get himself to do it. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I still don't think it would have changed much. I think uh, Leon just is just a different level, too. But I think it was uh, – I think Ariel Hawani posted something about this guy literally almost found a way in the fifth round to beat who we all think is one of the best welterweights in the world right mm-hmm. now. A title – getting ready to probably – after the Colby fight, he'll probably be next for the title. Um, and Diaz still almost found a way to finish mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why, regardless of his record, and this is what Hawani said, regardless of his record, wins, losses, he's always a name in the top. He yeah. has to be. Like, it's... It's it's kind of like uh, you know like like Connor. It's like yeah, you know he's always gonna have that special treatment, I guess. But even Connor, like, I don't want to say he quits in fights, but he gets done pretty dirty. I mean, we've seen it with the Diaz fight with now the you know Dustin. But it's mm-hmm. like man, Diaz is just he's never out of a fight ever. Yeah. We've yeah. seen Connor fade in later rounds, so it's like you know you throw him in a five round fight and you never know what you're gonna get in those last rounds. Yeah. Diaz is always in a fight, man. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, I was about to say, how many fighters do you think you could name that? in the fifth round could still land a shot like well, that, you and know? They, and they actually, I mean, they made history just for that reason, right? Like, they gave him a non-title fight on a main card yeah. um, for five, for five rounds. rounds, and he right. showed up in that fifth round. Like, if it was only three rounds, look how that fight goes. And yeah. then Dana was like, he's probably going to ask for a six-round fight next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some of the antics, you know, I know Nate was kind of, you know, acting funny and doing mm-hmm. different stuff, but I think... 
I think it was smart. You know, he. Mm-hmm. I think he knew he. It was like a veteran move, right? I think he knew he had to do something to try to get Leon to to get him to do what he wanted him to do. But man, just Leon was just laser. He wasn't letting mm-hmm. it get any anything into his head. And I am. I'm glad he got five rounds in after. Yeah, you know, as that's long as huge. He's been off against a, a guy that's really tough to finish. Too. And he did really well with him on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah grappled him. That's a good I point. Mean, he that that was really impressive to me. He, he controlled to him on top. Back yeah, multiple he, times. He was only in danger for that that leg lock, but it wasn't for very long. No, yeah, yeah he handled it pretty well. Yeah. I, I I understand the Colby move. Um, I really do from a financial aspect for the UFC. Yeah. I understand that fight kind of sells itself, but. It does kind of suck, man. Ten fight win streak. You know what I mean for mm-hmm. Leon. Now that's ten in a row. Yeah. I heard something this week that said, I think I might be butchering this, but I think there's only like twenty fighters in UFC history that have have had five fight win streaks, like Jeez. twenty or twenty two something in there. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's crazy, right? It's the best against the best, though. I mean, yeah, it can't, but it's not easy. But I'm yeah. So I'm just saying though, he's like, doubled that. Think, but just think about that, man. Like that's insane. Only like think of how many fighters have been in the UFC. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the Anik and Florian one because they said Florian's one of them that went on a five fight win streak. But it's just tough. I mean, we've talked about it on here too. It's just tough to get going like that in a you in a organization where everybody's good, especially in a division one seventy. Yeah, right now, right now has a lot of a lot of killers. People, his last loss, I believe, was to mm-hmm. Kamara Usman. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. I I understand the Colby thing, and Colby probably deserves it. But um, man, I'm excited to see Leon fight either of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's hopefully, big, and I wonder if I wonder from him just having that bad luck if he'll hold out and wait, or maybe he takes a Wonder Boy or something. I think he'll between. hold. If I was him, I would hold. And yeah. I know that might not be the popular. I could see like a Wonder Boy. Um, but and not even because you risk losing, because I just don't know that there's many people right now at the top that can beat him, anyways. Other than probably Usman and Colby, mm-hmm. um, I would wait, man. Unless unless Masvidal came up, yeah. If they wanted to do Masvidal, I get because the whole two three piece in a soda thing. Yeah. You know, you can kind of. I, I understand that fight too because it well, would. If make, I was Edwards, I, I wouldn't take it just because. Because I, I think he's lost like three in a row. I mean, but it's a money fight and it's yeah. a name. I mean, it's a name. It's, it's a risky. It is, yeah, it's very risky. Anytime, it, it's, I mean, Masvidal is kind of getting into that Diaz where it's like he's always a dangerous fight, yeah. right? You know, like no matter what his record, wins, losses, he's always going to be a dangerous fight. But we just saw like kind of how Leon, I think Leon would handle Masvidal a bit the same way because Masvidal is a small 72. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe we do the Diaz Masvidal rematch. That's, I think that's, that's kind of what I was going to ask is for the, for Nate is, you know, he said he wants to go again in three months. I'd imagine Masvidal, after that knockout to Usman, he's probably ready to go. So, you know, you think like September, October-ish, um, I think they could both be ready to go. And mm-hmm. I think it I think it makes sense. It's a big, yeah. you know, both guys really not fighting for much anymore. We're just kind of looking for big That's fights. what I was telling him is, you know, with the Diaz's, it, it almost seems like they just want, like, it almost seems like Diaz just wanted to hurt him once yeah. in the fight. And yeah. like, did what I want. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad, boy. Like, they've never, like, they've had title aspirations. Yeah. But they've never really showed that in, like, because sometimes they'll be close and they might lose. And it's like, you could get right back on it, man. You're a big name. Yeah. And they just kind of take off, you know, I, for a year. I think, uh, I think Hamzat's there for either guy. But it sounds mm. like, it sounds like they want to do Nick and Hamzat. 
Because Nick, I thought they weren't doing that. Dana said Nick will fight this year, probably. So I think, um, and that's Nick Diaz yeah. for people that don't know. Um, I thought it, Nick's team came out and said they don't want Hamza. I thought that I. Saw I would that. hope. I hope that's true. <laughs> that they that they don't want. <laughs> yeah, Hamza. man. Like I mean, Nate makes a little bit more sense because we just saw him. Um, I think I think Jorge makes sense for Hamza as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I said you could still do either of those guys, uh, Hamzat. Um, but yeah, man, Nick coming back and fighting a guy like, I mean, dude, it's, it's been like, one. it's been like six years <laughs> yeah. since he's fought. And I just don't think you want to come. And it's not him. like the, the Silva performance was right. Groundbreaking. No, and right. it, but it's tough, man. When you got a guy like Nick, right? Because you can't just bring him back and throw him against anybody because he's such a big name. But it's like how, the matchmaking is just a nightmare for that fight because you really have to feed him to the wolves because he ha- mm-hmm. it has to be a big, you know, like like I'm, I'm sitting here in my head and I'm just throwing a name out because I could see it like a Vicente Luque, right? Mm-hmm. Like if Nick came back and fought Luque, Oof. it's not going to probably go very well for Nate and Luque is not the biggest name probably that Nick would get excited for sure. anyways. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's You'd it, almost have to. Well, Condit has a fight, but... Somebody, like, somebody like that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like that that could work. You know, I think you got to find another lead, like a cowboy. Yeah, like if yeah. Nick wanted to come back and fight cowboy, like that makes some sense. You know, mm-hmm. I could see that, but uh, but yeah, just really, really another. We we'll have to get GSP to come back to fight <laughs> Nick. <laughs> I don't think he wants that problem either. I don't think GSP's ever. I mean, he's retired from fighting, but. I think he still trains like he's he could probably fight tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he always looks like he's in fantastic shape. I guarantee I guarantee GSP could go five rounds tomorrow. Oh with yeah. Probably anybody. Not saying he'd win, but Yeah. I, I would in, a, agree. In, a, in a UFC fight, you're yeah. saying he can go with anybody? I think he could go five rounds with anybody. Usman included. At yeah. one seventy. Yeah. <sighs> Ooh. I, yeah, I would agree. I mean Usman could finish him, but right. I'm saying I don't think I don't think he would go out there. I think he could go out and give a good account of himself. Yeah, yeah. I, would agree mm-hmm. with that. I mean, he might not be the GSP that we all remember, sure. but um, dude, he he looks great. Yeah, yeah, he does look good. No, no sexual intentions meant by that. <laughs> dude probably rides a bike for sure. Well, I said he looked great, and Brandon <laughs> winked at me. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't know we were going. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, whatever, dude. Yeah, I thought you guys were gonna high five there at first. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, real quick, we'll kind of run through the rest of the card. Uh, Bilal Muhammad defeating. Damian Maya via unanimous decision. Did we ever hear of something? Did Bilal ever say about his leg? Because I know we kind of thought his leg seemed. I didn't really hear. Yeah, anything. I didn't see anything. Okay, I didn't either. Um, and then the first fight that was on this main card, Paul Craig defeating Jamal Hill. Um, they put it via punches round one of people that didn't see Craig um, armbarred Hill, broke his like his whole elbow was just. Dislocated, di- but they did come out and say that it was just dislocated, um, and they actually popped it back in, and they said he has full range of motion yeah. mm. again. So good for Jamal Hill because he was eight zero uh, coming into this one, and uh, I mean we were talked about it last night. He's primarily a striker, mm-hmm. so you know snapping your elbow in half like that, it's like it's man, how do you come back from that? And mm-hmm. striking is your game, so. Yeah. Super, super glad to hear that. You know, it's nothing too serious. He's good. Yeah, he had um, a good, um, a good response to it too. He basically said, you know, I've been running things for like ten years, haven't lost. Yeah. You no, know, this was my one. You know, I lost tonight. Yeah. He was the better man. Yeah, dude, Craig. I'm telling you, the thing is, is the way that he pulled guard like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I said last night he could pull guard on anybody like that. I don't know if you'd want to pull guard on like Jan, have him on top of you, but. 
that jujitsu, the way that he set that arm bar up, he faked the the right arm, Jamal's right arm, with that kind of straight arm bar, mm-hmm. and got him thinking that he was gonna because he had pulled it a minute ago. He got him thinking he was gonna pull it again, and then just swung his hips and went for the other arm. I mean, yeah. if you were a jujitsu fan and you didn't see this fight, try to find that because it was just beautiful. It was the mm-hmm. type of tight you don't see in MMA oh, fights. Usually, when people dude. are you know swinging legs and stuff like that, yeah, it's not as tight as that was. Right, having both arms just really paid off. His jujitsu is different. Yeah, it's I, in the sport, Go and ahead. it is. I think some of it too, though, is um, Jamal. Like he's just not as adept on the ground so yeah. I, I wonder how much of it too was just him not recognizing the danger at all just yeah because like, i wouldn't i would have never put my right arm back in after he started yeah yeah he, that well, shotgun he put, type of arm bar yeah and he was putting his hands on the mat and that's something mm, that you yeah. are kind of taught that early on you know when you're in guard you tr- typically don't want your hands on the mat but so. i mean regardless I yeah think craig still will could could hit that yes. on anybody else because he has he's yeah. been doing it you yeah. know what i mean so and that was disgusting. The way that arm was just like, <laughs> he was just like hitting him and his, yeah, arm, yeah, his arm just looked like a noodle just mm. like flopping. And then we were talking about like at the end where they're like raising the arms up. And yeah. Just, oh yeah. Uh, he tried to like raise it and it just fell and it's like ugh. just really horrible refereeing. He looked like he was trying to tap like in the, like as soon as yeah, the arm got weird. locked, he was yeah. trying to do it. And I imagine he was probably trying to say something, but like his, uh, Craig's legs were over his mouth. So yeah. he probably was muffled. Well, the, like I said, the ref should have stepped in on that though. Yeah. I mean, we, we were watching it. And we were yelling like it's Ugh. it's it broke it's broke yeah. you know and, and and the ref just never stepped in and like saved his life and uh, they were actually saying at the post fight that um, that ref is terrible he's a yeah. lo- he's a local ref yeah. and they said like uh, they were telling Dana they were like when he refs local fights like we just know something bad's gonna happen you know it's bad when the whole room full of reporters yeah. let me tell you yeah they were like yeah yeah everybody was like oh yeah he's bad like, yeah. Uh, so get that guy out of there because that was terrible. Uh, Brad Riddell defeating Drew Dober. That was fight of the night. And that, that was an amazing. That was fight of the Yeah, night that was sure. an amazing fight. Um, Eric Anders defeating Darren Stewart. Unanimous decision. Lauren Murphy defeating JoJo Calderwood. Um, probably has to be number one contender for Valentina. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was kind of weird that Dana didn't just immediately go. He yeah. Probably, yeah, I mean. He probably just doesn't know the 25 landscape, yeah. you know, like I'm sure that's not something he keeps in his head, but, and I'm sure like with Valentina, it's almost like uh, an Amanda or, you yeah. know, it's, you're just I like, mean, I guess you can, yeah, be I mean, whoever, I guess whoever wants it, like, yeah. you know, like who cares? Uh, <laughs> but I would probably venture to say, um, probably Lauren will be now. I mean, I, I think she did enough. It was a good win. I mean, she's won like seven, eight in a row. Yeah. She's on a big, she street. was number three. Like you can't. Can't and, ask for much more. And then Evlov, how do you say it? Evlov? I'm is not that, 100%. I don't remember hearing I it. I can't remember how they say it, but he's on a tear, man. 15 and 0 defeats uh, Dawadu. This thing is how they were saying it. I was oh, saying nice. Dawadu. I think it's Dawadu. Uh, but we, excuse me, we watched that fight. He's got some contenders. Um, you got Lady Giga right there ready to throw some bombs. They got some contenders coming up in that division. Yeah, but the story for me was Terrence McKinney <laughs> making his UFC debut Three knocking teams. out do, the do, steamroller do, do. Matt Frivola in seven seconds. And then injuring himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you, just, uh, you don't very often see, like usually with quick knockouts like that, it's like a you know, maybe like a big counter or something, but he just stepped right in front of him and threw a three-piece and set him down. Yeah. Like, and uh, and Matt Frivola is a tough dude, man. That was that was a big big win for him. Um, he fought on eight days notice, right? Did you say that? I don't. Did he? He had that just McKinney? fought. He had fought eight days before that fight. Really? And stepped in on short notice. Jeez, I, I didn't that. know that. Yeah. 
That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, he was, he's going to be one to watch. Uh, Chase Hooper losing again. Uh, didn't look very good. I was telling John, I think he needs to just get out of the UFC. Yeah. I don't see how he wins a fight, man. He's he's really skinny. Like, I think two skinny. Like, he can't have much muscle. He's like 19, 20 years old, right? Mm-hmm. I think I told him what they need to do. And if the UFC doesn't want to do it, that's fine. I think he needs to walk away on his own. But I think they need to do like a development contract where they still own his rights, but let him go fight in like a smaller organization, like a maybe not maybe even like PFL or Bellator, but like I don't know, like a LFC team or something, LFC even, something like that. Yeah, I'll just him and Sage North could need to go talk to each other. They can, yeah. they can help each other out. <laughs> Sage needs his game, and yeah. and uh, then he can help him lift. Hooper Sage, needs his yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. And they can help each other. It's just I just telling John like I just don't see how he wins a fight, man. The striking's not good. He has. He he was yeah. He's like what twelve and one, twelve and two now or something like that. I don't know. He's only yeah. he's, he's only got, he's scrambly and his jujitsu's really good. Yeah, that's it. But that yeah, but I mean it's and most of the time like that he had like a heel hook last night and that dude he really didn't even know how to defend it. He just kind of muscled or powered out of it too mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where he didn't know how to defend it that he almost got himself put in a calf slice or two. At one yeah, point. it's kind of like watching uh, that video you showed me last night with that giant dude and the little guy rolling yeah. mm-hmm. and the little guy put the big dude in the Kimura and it's like yeah, too big. He's yeah, too big. like yeah. it's like Chase is just too small yeah. for a lot of his own skill mm-hmm. set. But just imagine it. Like I just don't feel like the UFC is the place to develop. You know what hard, I mean? It's a hard one to develop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's either you you either hit the ground running and you're who you look like, yeah. or I think it's the same thing with like Sergio Pettis. He just came in mm-hmm. way too young, and um and I, and I think Sergio going to Bellator is the best move that he could have made. And I think if he runs it, he'll be back in the UFC. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, why not? Just look at Moreno. If you want to look at a path of you know maybe needing to readjust that's and good point get away and come back. Yeah. I mean, and you're young enough to where you could do it. Yeah, that's the thing. He's so young. It's like, dude, just go. Go to the PI, get swole, yeah. come back, yeah. Yeah. take some legs. Lift some weights. Lift some weights. Eat Boys, some that was UFC 263. Anything else before we move on? Good luck topping that. I mean, we said last night, like, after the Moreno fight, I could this could be over, and it's probably one of the best cards they've had. Yep. And then you added the Adesanya fight, so... It's a good card. Uh, PFL results: Clarissa Shields defeating Brittany Elkins via TKO in round three. Uh, what did you guys think of Clarissa Shields' MMA slash PFL debut? It's about what I expected. I'd, I'd I agree with say. that. I didn't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I think she's got a lot to work on, um, but I think she showed a lot of heart and a yeah. lot of grit because she yeah. could have. I mean, she got put in an arm bar. She got put in some bad spots. She was getting taken down mm-hmm. and. She could have quit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say James Tony quit against Randy Couture, but he kind of quit. Yeah. <laughs> he got put. He got put on his back and pretty much gave up. There was one time um, where they were on the ground. I can't remember if it was in the first or second round. And um, Clarissa did a really. She got back up. I think it was in the first round, but she did a good job. Like was framing on yeah, her head, and pushing and pushing her head away, and like had really good technique on getting up from. Yeah, you the can bottom. tell they worked that so hard. Yeah. But she's, the, a, she's a good athlete. I mean, you can tell. Them yeah, hundred percent yeah. great athlete and. The way she punches is like yeah, like I said, it it's different. It's the only person I've ever seen that looks like. Obviously, she's a you know an all time boxer, so like comparing her to Amanda yeah. with punching should be the opposite. But I'm just saying like there hasn't been very many females who when they throw punches it looks like man if that hits. I yeah. think she's still gonna have a problem when she goes against Kayla Harrison though. I yeah. think that's gonna be a big problem. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see her take some kicks, like fight somebody who can kick because like 
leg kicks and stuff. If she can't use her foot movement and yeah. you know stuff like that, that's going to be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. Wait, is Clay Collard? Did he win? I have it as he won. I thought he didn't. Uh, but Cash Clay Collard uh, winning via split decision. Bubba Jenkins defeating Bobby Moffitt via unanimous decision. Moving on to Bellator. Mm. Good luck with this name, boys. Yaroslav <laughs> Amosov. Anybody have a better pronunciation? No. No, I'd say let's just use it. Okay. <laughs> Defeating Douglas Lima for the Bellator welterweight title via unanimous decision. Uh, I don't, except once again, I don't have Showtime. I saw highlights. He looked mm-hmm. really good. Um, yeah. I, it's, hard, it's hard when you don't get a full view of the fight, especially yeah. when it goes five rounds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what I told you yesterday is that he had, Douglas Lima had a similar situation as Adesanya where he went up to fight Musasi to try to get the middleweight right. belt too. Lost a pretty tough decision. Mm-hmm. Came back for a killer. He just didn't quite come out with it. Jason Jackson defeating Paul Daly via unanimous decision. And Aaron Pico continues winning, defeating Aiden Lee via submission. Aaron Pico, I think he's got a high ceiling, man. I think, I'm glad he's that. made some uh, adjustments because he came in really hyped, you know, like I think like 5, 6, and 0. Oh, and he started getting knocked out. Well, he debuts. And like he, he came in and debuted in Bellator. Mm-hmm. For MMA, you know what I mean? And he's fought his whole career there. So, yeah, it's a tough – I think it's just a tough way to come in, man. Like, when you don't get to hit those, you know, regional and hit local – circuit. Yeah, which he, he might have had some amateur fights. I doubt it because of his wrestling background. Mm-hmm. He probably just – he might have just come right in pro. But, yeah, I think when you don't have that time to develop in the amateurs and local scenes, it's tough, man. Yeah, Bellator it's, has or, a – I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. You know? They have a, a thing where Scott Coker – had, especially on his undercards and prelims, there's a lot of zero and one, one and zero. Yeah, like you don't usually see that. You, right. know, you don't see that in like the UFC or even like probably like PFL or one like that as much. Yeah, but he's definitely in that realm of I want to get these guys developing myself. Yeah, I think know. he's doing a great job. I mean, I think Bellator mm-hmm. is Bellator is really developing some really solid talent, and they're building a yeah. really good roster. It's comparable. It's just unfortunate with Showtime if you don't have it. Yeah. Now kind of with them with them putting going home there, that's their new home now. Yeah. That just puts you in a, a spot to where if, unless you really want to see so and so versus so and so. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of puts you in a box. It's mm-hmm. true. Well boys, that is all the fights that we had this week for recapping, but we are gonna move on because guess what? what? MMA don't stop. No. Can't stop, won't stop. No. This Saturday, UFC fight night, June 19th, our main event, the Korean zombie, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan, 50K, EA. Super hyped for this fight. Korean zombie is coming in off his one-sided decision loss to Brian Ortega, and Ige is coming in off his huge 22-second knockout over Gavin Tucker. Uh, zombie is currently ranked number four in the featherweight division, and Ige is ranked eighth. What are your thoughts on this big featherweight title or not title? Uh, title could have title fight implications, but I do mm-hmm. think Max, regardless, is probably next for Ortega or Volk. Well, if he gets past a year, oh, that's right, he does have yeah. a fight. I forgot about that. It's interesting now. Yeah. It is interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, yeah, I'm super hyped for this man. Just I, I, I'm gonna be interested to see if Ige can. I don't know if he can finish Korean Zombie because it's hard to do. Zombie is just yeah. I mean, we <laughs> everybody knows who Zombie is, and I mean that's why he has that nickname. Uh, but yeah, super super excited for this main event. These are just two guys that um, fireworks for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, super, super pumped. Um, the next fight that we're all... Do you guys have anything else on that fight? No, just mm-hmm. excited for it. Yes, the next fight that we are going to feature, Wavy Davy Grant yeah. versus Marlon Chito Vera. Uh, once again, extremely pumped for this. Other than the main event, this one could have a fight of the night written all over it. Uh, Davy Grant is coming in off his impressive second-round knockout over Jonathan Martinez, and he is currently on a three-fight win streak. Cheeto Vera coming in off his tough decision loss to Jose Aldo. Uh, Cheeto has never been finished in his MMA career, and Davy Grant has finishes in all but two of his 13 MMA fights. One of those two fights was a decision victory over Cheeto Vera back in 2016. So, boys, what are your thoughts on this rematch? Davy Grant versus Cheeto Vera. Davy Grant's fun to watch. I love oh, him. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need to get, I'll like do everything to get the Davy Grant Matt talk episode. <laughs> he has like probably become my favorite. Wavy Davy, man. Yeah, I said no more favorite fighters. He's probably creeping into that. Yeah. No, I, loved, I-, I like Cheeto too. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think it's going to be similar to the main event as far as just fireworks. Yeah. The the way these guys win fights is boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun, man. And and like I said, the the whole Davy Grant come up that story and just where Mm -hmm. he's, where he's come from to where he is this, if he can beat Cheeto, this is really, really going to propel him into that next level. Oh yeah. And I, you know, when's the last time we had a card like this where the, the two main fights, there's not like a light heavyweight or heavyweight. Well, this, so these aren't the, the, this isn't the co-main event. Um, so this is like the third fight on it. Okay. So yeah, I just. But even still, it just it seems like it, even just like with that as the main event, it just yeah. With these with these lighter guys, it's usually a lot more action and they push it, and especially with strikers, like I feel right. like both of those fights are probably going to get some pretty big numbers. In the last bout that we are going to feature, Matt the Immortal Brown versus Diego Lima. Uh, both of these guys are coming in off of losses. Lima losing to Bilal Muhammad in his last fight and Brown losing to Carlos Comandit in his last bout. Almost 70 professional fights between these two legends and veterans. What are your thoughts, boys, on this legendary bout between two super, super tough guys? Potentially a retirement fight. <laughs> Matt Brown loses yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, you came back for what at this point if you yeah. don't? You know, I mean, you know, obviously props to him for coming back and thinking you know wanting to test himself against you know this new crop of ufc guys but yeah i don't especially with that division like there's not any good easy fights yeah so um and then for lima you know he's another he's one of those guys that i don't know he he needs this win too yeah so this is definitely you'll definitely probably see them both go for it I think which so makes too. for more excitement. So Le- yeah, Lima sometimes um, he sometimes I don't know he kind of sometimes makes fights a little boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be interested to see if he's if he comes forward or he kind of tr- plays a more defensive game, try- or even tries to use some of his grappling because he's a good grappler too. Yeah, I really liked him on the Ultimate Fighter, and I just oh, yeah. didn't think it panned out as much. Yeah, once he got weird. onto the real roster. It's so weird too because like when I see him and Douglas, I don't see a big discrepancy in like like I feel like. Like ability, yeah. Like I don't understand why Douglas has had more so much more success than Diego. Yeah, and it's weird because like Douglas is in Bellator, which not to say that we see Bellator as like less than, but it kind of is. And in retrospect, and it's like like it almost seems like it should be flipped, right? Like Diego, Mm -hmm. Diego's been in the UFC now for so long, yeah, and he's kind of had an up and down mixed bag. Um, 
I think he's kind of past the whole, you know, Masvidal kind of had a similar trajectory as Diego where it was like up and down, up and down. I don't think we'll ever see him reach that level, mm-hmm. but it just, I mean, he's a tough guy and that's why he stayed around, but mm-hmm. it's just interesting Two really high level brothers, but it's just like, yeah, why is one had so much more success than the other? Mm-hmm. Circumstance, man. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also on the card, Alexio Linick, Sergey Spivak, Tim Means, Danny Roberts, and more. We're going to get into our picks, but first, Brandon, Update us on our scores. Okay, so we had a little bit of a change. So starting with last place, we have Nate. What's my score? Oh, okay, sorry. 37. Fair part, just like that. <laughs> okay, so Nate with 37. I'm one point ahead with 38. And then John still sitting in the lead with 43. I had a horrible night. Yeah. The only fight I got right was Leon. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, that one that was scary. Yeah, I almost we, had none. And I mean, it's, yeah, we all got points on that. Yeah, Nate was like one punch away from me having zero. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's funny is like, obviously, you know, we're, we do this pick stuff for fun, but even last night we all picked Davison and we were so happy for oh, right, yeah. to get the win. Yeah. Like, it's not Dude, even worth the point. I want to no. see this guy get it. The points, yes, the points are fun, but yeah, there's sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't pick with my heart. Mm-hmm. I pick for to try to get points, but to see him win that and even his um, reaction afterwards was like, mm-hmm. it was just it's awesome. worth it for you to oh, be under Brandon for one week. Oh, hundred for one week. <laughs> yeah. Seven days. Well, two total if we're, if we're getting Adam all together. It's a good point. Uh, so yeah, so our first, <laughs> I'm doing, <laughs> I'm taking everything. <laughs> so I will start out our picking for our first featured bout. And we are going to do first Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. Um, I'm going to go the side of Diego Lima. I think he will finish Matt Brown via TKO in the second round. Nice. Okay. I'm going to take Matt Brown, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with unanimous decision. Nice. Um, I'm going to go Diego Lima. What? Yeah. I just didn't really feel good about seeing Matt Brown against Conor. Oh, my gosh, dude. I would never pick against a favorite fighter. It's tough, but, man, he just just didn't look good. What was your Lima by what? I'm going to say unanimous decision. Wow. Matt Brown, I'm sorry. You don't deserve that. I got him. Huh? It's okay. It's okay. I picked him. I know he's one of your guys, but. Yeah. (laughs) But. In our co, well, not our co-main, but our next featured bout, we have Wavy Davy. And for the record, Wavy Davy is, to my knowledge, it's not his. No, fight. it's definitely it, not. It's, it's the neon belly nickname. Yeah. So, <laughs> Wavy Davy Grant versus Marlon Chito Vera. And unlike John, there's no way I'm picking against my boy Wavy <laughs> Davy Grant. And I'm gonna say he gets it done via decision. Ish decision ish. You're saying split then? Yeah, no, yeah, split decision. Um, yeah, man, it's just Cheeto's tough to finish, and I think I think Davy can do it, uh, but I definitely think he can win. Oh man, I don't know, but I feel like if it goes to decision, Cheeto wins. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll say Wavy Davy TKO in the second round. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna take Grant by. I'll take. I'll say submission. You mean Wavy Davy? Yes, sorry, Wavy okay. Davy. Okay, I'll say Wavy Davy. Show some respect. Gosh, round three submission. I'm going Wavy Davy. Let your nuts hang. Round one knockout. Nice. I like it, dude. I, he's got freaking heaters, bro. Oh yeah, heaters. And in our main event of the night, 
the Korean zombie, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan, Fitty K, Ige. I am going to go Korean zombie. I'm interested to see if we're going to get the Korean zombie that faced Frankie Edgar or the Korean zombie that faced Ortega because, I know I'm getting a little off topic, but I don't think that Korean zombie that we saw in that last fight against Ortega was a good, that's not the zombie that fought Frankie before. Or like even Yair. Like. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I don't, once again, don't want to take away from Ortega because he, I mean, he had to go in and do the work, right? But that just wasn't zombie, and I think he's going to go back and be like, yeah, that wasn't me. I can't let that happen again. Danny Gay's got dynamite in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if he touches zombie, you know, I know he's known for not getting finished. Um but I just don't see a situation where he stands in front of him for five rounds. You know what I mean, type thing. Does so, have good jujitsu though, so if he can find a way to take him down or get down. Yeah. There. So I'm gonna I'll go Korean Zombie, uh, and I I'll say, ooh, what did I say the first time? <laughs> I don't think you said a. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Korean Zombie, I will say, boy, does he knock him out? I will say TKO in the third round. Ugh, I'm not feeling I'm feeling okay about my picks for the win. I'm not feeling okay for my method. But those are complete guesses. So, so you said zombie round three TKO. Yeah, we'll go around three TKO. Why not? Man, I don't know. Y- you better know. I just, and this one's tough for me. I I feel like because I feel like a zombie's going to finish. I feel like there's a submission. Coming. Why are you crying? It's emotional. Golly. There's implications, all right? It's literally got tears rolling. Look, I'm in second place. It doesn't happen often. I want to keep it. <laughs> I, I'm under a lot of pressure <laughs> to maintain second. Uh, I'm going to go with zombie round three submission. There it is, zombie round three submission. John, who is your pick? I'm going to go Dan Ige. Um, 50K. Unanimous decision. I think it's a safe pick. I, I think, think, if, he, I think if he wins, that's how he does it. Yeah, I think he could hurt him. I just don't know if he could finish him. Yeah, it's tough. And if he hurts him, he could probably keep doing it, basically just kind of keep pouring it on. Yeah. All right, that's our picks for this Saturday night. Good card. Super excited. Those three fights um, were the ones that we picked out as our featured because they should have firecrackers everywhere. Yeah. Boys, let's <laughs> jump into some news. <laughs> Let's hear it, ladies. We're very light this week. Yeah, not much. There wasn't a lot of, like, fight announcements. It's all good. uh, Stuff like that. But what we will talk about is Alistair Overeem returning to his kickboxing roots, signing a multi-fight deal with Glory Kickboxing. Pretty excited for him, man, going back to... Makes going back sense. to that and i mean you know we talk about some of these fighters who kind of get you know cut or just look like they're losing it in the mma side yeah why don't you just do something where you don't have to worry about everything you can just concentrate yeah he's always been a good at good kickboxer so sure sure that's very nice um we got floyd mayweather versus logan paul fight generating more than a million pay-per-view buys yeah uh people showed up we didn't i knew this was going to be in the news so i didn't bring it up in the results but um, it's it's weird because it's kind of old news now, but it happened yeah. <laughs> after we recorded. But yeah, so uh, nobody, I guess nobody won because they didn't no, do it. No judges. Yeah, but uh, real quick, just like, I mean, I, I haven't sat and watched the whole fight, but I know we've all seen like clips and highlights mm-hmm. and kind of know how it went. So what are your guys' thoughts on the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather? I thought it went how I, th- how I thought it would. I thought Logan would struggle to hit him. I mean, he did land like some touch jabs, but in a couple like overhands, but nothing yeah. that was ever putting Floyd in danger. So f- finances aside, do you feel like this is a, a win for Floyd? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he didn't, 
He never got. He wasn't in trouble. But you, but it, you went eight rounds with an zero and one YouTuber. Yeah, it's tough, man. Because I don't. I don't know. think you. Uh, but here's here's what I will say. In that fight, I don't think he ever went a hundred percent. I don't know. I think I feel like in the, I feel like in the later rounds he was trying. I think he was trying to hit him from. And once again, I haven't seen uh-huh. you know bell to bell every round, but from like the clips, it seems like in those later rounds he was trying to finish him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, but also I'm also taking it in the context of he's a 40 year old guy. Sure. And Logan Paul's a 26 year old, 190 pound. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a win or a loss for Floyd as much as I think it's a win for Logan because. Mm-hmm. The one thing now you will never be able to tell Logan Paul anything because he went eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather, who mm-hmm. I think most of us in here probably agree is probably one of the, if not the greatest yeah. boxer of all time. So it's it's interesting. I mean, it's good for both of them. I didn't really care about it. I, honestly, no. I did end up watching uh, Mexico versus the U.S. Shout out to our boys in red, white, and blue <laughs> beating the Mexican national team and winning. Was it just a friendly? Conca- no, it was for the CONCACAF Nation League. Oh, okay. Yeah. Implication. Big, 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 big deal. So, yeah. I, I, <laughs> just with this fight, though, I think when you say finances aside, like that's what this whole thing was. Floyd knew I can make $100 million to box a YouTuber. Yeah. So he ultimately wins because he made $100 million to basically spar somebody. But he only makes that money if he can generate eyes viewers right, right? yeah and i guess that's what i my head in my head it's like how many people are going to want to continue watching you do this everybody who hates floyd i can't believe it did that many i'm really shocked i i'll uh, be i didn't know the interest was that high like i almost feel weird that i just didn't I, care i think more of the interest is on logan like i think logan's uh, fan base now here's hear me out logan's fan base is youtubers yeah so yeah. i feel like like and it could have been a thing where most of the view, the pay per view views, might have came from Logan. There's a lot of people who showed up at the event for yeah, I don't probably know. Floyd, like celebrities. But Floyd, <clears throat> you're talking about a guy who's never lost fifty and zero, you know, and people either love him or hate him. Yeah. So people are always going to show up to see like, what if this guy knocks him out. Yeah, because you want to be the guy who does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, I think it was cool. Whatever. Ready for Woodley and Jake though. That's that's the fight. Yeah, Logan, I'm for that one. Logan did say something about MMA after the after that fight, and uh, I did see Scott Coker said the Bellator cage is always open. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, Scott Coker saying he'd be willing to bring him in. I say go for it. Yeah, yeah, he's got a better shot. I saw a rumor. It was like one of those MMA news pages. So it's like you never really know where it's coming from. But there was like something that there's like reports that Dana is negotiating with Logan because. The they generate because like I don't know if you saw the the post fight with Dana last night, but he was like that's that really like they because remember the whole Triller thing with uh, Jake and Askren and Triller was like we did two million I don't know something crazy and he's like they didn't do that he said that he's got he knows the people and he's like they really did over a million buys like Logan he's like that's real money real mm. and so uh, but he's so done, he's done business with Floyd too so who yeah he said he talked to Floyd um, after the fight but. I just saw that there's like reports that he is negotiating something with Logan potentially. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you see there's money there, why not? Well, and I mean, we've seen it with James Tony and you know CM Punk, and yeah. I mean, he's done it before. So yeah. I don't, I don't think that's as if if one of these guys. I think if Jake wanted to come in and fight MMA, Dana would be like, hold on, 
let's use my gate. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. cause he's not, he's not above doing that. Like if sure. you want to come in and do the work and I mean, he'll find you a fight mm-hmm. and there's, there's a Mickey gall everywhere. And, and Logan's got a back. I mean, a decent background if we're comparing CM Punk, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. CM oh, yeah. Punk had nothing. He signed him. So yeah. yeah and it's, it's interesting too, because you know, you, you hear that from Dana, but then you hear him say like, Oh, Tyron Woodley, used to be good but now you're going to box a guy and blah, 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 you're not the same yeah but you were willing to bet a million dollars on ben askren yeah. so that i don't know that's interesting and i don't know you guys remember when dane has talked about bringing boxing and he was trying to sign anthony joshua and yeah that kind of all faded out joshua, i wonder what was there something with fury wasn't there was rumors with Tyson Fury too, right? Yeah, I think he was just trying to do. I don't know. It was it Tyson, was a weird. Tyson's been doing some like he always posts like little videos of him doing working on kicks and wrestling yeah. and stuff. So he was working with Nick Diaz and uh-huh. stuff. So that'd be interesting because he's a big dude. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple boxers who I would love like Lomachenko. The one I always hear about, I think I've said it before, is is it is it Bud Crawford? One of them used to like wrestle in college. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it, Spencer, it's Earl Spence or Terrence Croft. I don't remember which one. I know uh, Lomachenko. I think he did like Sambo and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not him. One no, of them, I know. I'm just saying. I okay. Yeah, one of them was like a high school, really, really high level high school or college wrestler. I can't remember. Hmm. I'll have to look it up. But they've always said like if he ever decided to cross over, obviously with the boxing yeah. and the wrestling background, it'd be super interesting. What else do we have for news, though, boys? So Islam Makachev is fighting Tiago Moises. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, Moises. Moises. I think it's like Moises, but yeah, good um, enough. Set for the July 17th event. Um, kind of frustrating for as an Islam fan. I think a lot of people one. are. Yeah. I hear a lot of people say that. Because uh, he just came off that win versus Dober, who was ranked 13th. I don't know what he was ranked at the time when mm-hmm. Islam fought him, but now you're coming back to unranked opposition. It's like, uh, and it's like, why didn't Dober or Islam fight Riddell? Yeah. Like, why did Dober? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, it's just interesting. I sounds like he's like kind of like what DC said because he kind of knows is it sounds like a lot of it has to do with people just don't want to fight him. Yeah, which it sucks. Like as for Islam, because mm-hmm. it's like what what do you do? Because yeah. if people don't sign on the dotted line, you can't, you can't take do anything. And you, if you the longer you wait, the less people hear about you. So I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea to just Ryan take whoever comes Hall. at you. Well, he also gets injured every five seconds. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yep. Anything else? We do have the. Uh, the big announcement in the jiu-jitsu world. Yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, we have Andre Galvao confirming that he'll defend his ADCC Superfight title regardless of who his opponent is, possibly setting up a match with Gordon Ryan. Probably not. Yeah, a lot of people were... Because Gordon announced like a week or two ago that he was stepping away because of his stomach thing. Could be fully retired, and then Galvao comes out and says he will compete at ADCC. So a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he says, you know. But... um. I did see ADCC posted a message that Galvao sent to them, and apparently this was set in stone like a couple months ago before Gordon made his announcement. So, but my thing too is like he has to know, even if he was like trying to duck him somewhat, he has to know that if he's there, Gordon will be. Like, Gordon will have like no stomach. He'll probably he would have probably mm-hmm. one leg, and he'd be there to to fight Galvao. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't... I mean, him him putting this out there puts him in the spot of if Gordon finds a way to feel okay about this. Sure. I gotta face him. Yeah, you yeah. gotta show up. So, I mean, he at least he's... At least he didn't do it like week of, like, I oh, no, no, I'll take a match right now. <laughs> yeah. Now that I know he's not doing it. Now yeah. the window's still open. He's got a year. It'll be so, interesting. Probably the biggest match you could 
put together in a long time. I agree. I do agree. Well, I think that's it, guys. Oh, yeah. I don't think we have anything else unless, Brandon, anything? Did you buy a new shirt this week? No, I just I wear the same shirts like every week. Nothing new. I can new. see that. Um, I will be out next week, though. Yes, I'm glad say. you said that. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I will not be present on the podcast next weekend. Do you want to explain why? I'll be on vacation. Do you find that more important? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's the first vacation with a little guy, so I'll say maybe. Do you feel a way that you're going on vacation on your first chance to be treated on Father's Day? Instead, you got to drive in a car and... Am I, like, am I upset that I'm doing yeah. that? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little, a little bummed out about it. You, don't get, is, you, don't get you, like you guys are driving? No, no, no. We're flying. <laughs> to Florida? Yeah. Is that where you're going? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Family? So you, or just trip? Yeah, her family. Yeah. Lives down there? No, no, no. We're going Oh, with everybody's going together. Yeah. Okay. Going to gotcha. Disney World or just the beach? No, just the beach, which I hate. I literally hate yeah, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so for your Father's Day, you got to go to like the hottest place yep. on a beach that you hate. Like you're going to come back like a lobster, dude. Yep. Hopefully not. Yeah. But yeah. It's, yeah. So we'll, it'll, we'll see how it goes. Brandon hates the sun. <laughs> I don't like the sun. I don't like the beach. I hate sand. I don't like wet sand in my shoes. How do you feel that. about people? People are fine. Yeah. They're not, yeah. Beaches are fun people watching. That's probably like, mm. like I go to the beach and we just like, and I'm not even saying like to make fun of it. It's just like people, I find people so in, like we went and picked up her uh, friend from the airport mm-hmm. Thursday and like just, we got there like an hour early. So we just sat in the general area, you know, where you wait for people mm-hmm. for like an hour and like it was better than any social media, just like watching people <laughs> and then like seeing people like some dad came walking out of his terminal right. and he saw his wife and two young, young kids walking towards him. So he hid behind this plant and they were like walking, walking. They were like looking for their dad and yeah. he like popped out and they were like, Oh my God. You know, like they ran to him. It was like the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. And you said, you said that was better than social media. <clears throat> oh, a hundred percent. Okay. I feel like the beach is like the Walmart of public places. Like, you're just going to see some characters. Yeah. People uh, dressed a certain way. But it's fun, man. Oh, Especially when it's, like, people from other cultures. Like, you know, like, when we go to Mexico, you just see, like, just women just take their tops off. Because it's, like, but over in, like, Europe, <laughs> that's just, it's normal. Like, they don't even yeah. think anything about it. And, like, yeah. I mean, they just, it just is what, it's just culture, man. We just don't get it. It's weird for us. But yeah. Too stuck in our it's phones. Normal. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'll tell you what I don't like is hot sand walking on it. Ooh, gosh. Yeah. Because then, like, you start looking at, like, how far you are until you're getting into grass, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm about to go back to the water, man. <laughs> remember, I don't know if I got this. Remember when we were in Miami, my sandals melted. Yeah. That beach was so hot. You guys are not making me feel good. I remember at one point, I'd went down to the water by myself, and I'm, <clears throat> I got my glasses and stuff up there, kind of under a shirt or something, and I'm in the water, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm probably ready to get out. And I'm just like... I don't know, man. I got to walk all the way back up there through this hot sand uphill. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. Hot sand is not fun. Well, we are going to try. I think we will have a third filling in for Brandon. Hopefully our boy Jacob Herlock is still planning on being here. But if not, me and John will we'll definitely. Ho- we'll hold it down. We'll hold it down. Maybe we'll. Maybe if not, we'll try to call somebody in. We'll do I mean, something. Even if Jacob can't come here, maybe we just call him and let him just talk go, about Brandon. Go and considering yeah, say I'm, nice things. I'm considering taking my old iPhone to potentially. Oh, use that'd be for, fun. So I don't know. That's, my old iPhone. My, yeah, I don't know how to. Fra- <laughs> I was thinking about how to phrase it. Hey, <laughs> watch out! You get a taste, you might go back in, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't do it. 
It's, it's temptation. Hey, dangerous. You're, you're gonna be on the beach. It's boring. Yeah, you know, you're, I gonna, know. you're gonna bust out that smartphone yep. and be like, Whoa. go down the YouTube rabbit hole. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, you're not gonna. Come. I wouldn't let that thing hit the sun, man. I'm, I'm actually excited for this trip. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon may come back with some sense. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't leave that bad boy in the sand. Some kid might think it's like a skipping rock. <laughs> Jeez. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? All my spreadsheets. <laughs> Oh, before we get out of here, Brandino, do you have anything to say for the people? Because you're not going to be here for two weeks. Hmm. What do you want to leave them with? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I'm letting you down. The entertainment aspect of the show will not be here. True. How many people do you think are upset about that? Everybody. That you're not here. Everybody. everybody. I bet you're right. Yeah. I really feel like you're right, actually. I'll come back in full force two weeks. Ready to go, recharged. Yep. Jonathan, before we go, what do you want to say to the people? Um, I'm enjoying Loki. That's pretty good. I j- recently started an anime they, called Hunter x Hunter. So with it's pretty good. Real quick with Loki, are they doing um week by week, episode yeah. by episode? Okay, yep, they're doing it the same so as they did Wandavision. Mm-hmm. And it is Disney Plus, right? Yep. Okay, and I'll they go. got some pretty big name. Owen Wilson's in it. There's yep. some pretty big names in this one. Did you watch the first episode? I haven't watched it. Yet. Yeah, I'll try to get on that this week. I'm also. We haven't talked about the Ultimate Fighter. I was going to say, I'm going to get on the Ultimate Fighter this week. We'll get on that, and then we can talk about that. Uh, So, if you come back next week, Loki and Ultimate Fighter, we might have spoilers. So, if you want to know, we'll give you a warning. (laughs) So, you better listen up. Unless you spoil it for us first. Very, yes. Well, I'll tell you what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, I'm going to leave you with this. I got to use the restroom really, really bad. So I'm glad that this episode is finished. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate, subscribe, give us a I'm going to be a best man. And we love you. Yes, John is going to be a best man. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Oh, we stopped too early. Oh, Oh, now.